0: Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello, gardeners, and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you news and updates from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. Do you realize it takes nine months to grow garlic? That's a big investment, which got me thinking, why do I do it since this is the second year my coddled garlic only grew to golf ball size? Yes, it's still fresh, pungent, and delicious, but it is definitely puny. So what went wrong? Actually, there are a lot of things that can go wrong with garlic, and many of them are out of the gardener's control. There's no reason to beat yourself up if your garlic turns out less than stellar, but that's still no consolation, at least not to me. And since it's almost time to plant next season's garlic, it's worth a refresher course on garlic-growing woes. In the case of the puny garlic bulbs, my first suspicion is to look at the soil. Actually, good-sized garlic really requires three givens. One is quality seed garlic. And since I didn't have impressive garlic last season, I purchased new seed garlic last fall. I went with German White from Seed Savers Exchange, Seed Savers Exchange. I've always gotten good garlic from them in the past, and German White has done very well here, at least for me. And I don't think the seed garlic was the problem. The second thing garlic absolutely needs is regular water. And we had plenty of rain this spring with very few truly hot days. And when rain was scarce, I turned on the sprinklers. Since none of the other plants in the garden showed the slightest sign of water stress, I'm thinking that's not it. But the third thing it needs is loose, rich soil. Although we tend to plant garlic and forget it, Garlic can be a prima donna, and I think I just didn't pamper it enough with lush soil. Because when I say prima donna, I mean it. Garlic does not like having to compete with neighboring plants, whether they're weeds or something you've chosen to grow. It wants all the water and nutrients for itself. Garlic is not great for companion planting. It also does not like having to fight with compacted soil. When it is ready to fill out, it wants an easy job of it. And the soil had better be well-draining but moisture-retentive. Yes, I know. I don't know. I've never understood what that means either. But the point is that garlic needs a lot of moisture, but it doesn't want to sit in wet soil. It will take what it can as water passes through the soil, but you have to repeatedly water. You can't make up for a dry spell by drenching the area. Now, as for rich, we're talking a healthy dose of organic matter. Let's face it, without organic matter, we don't have any of the other requirements. Organic matter affects the soil structure, how much water it can hold and how quickly it flows through, even how well plants can access soil nutrients. Since most of us don't have the organic content of our soil measured, err on the safe side and work in at least 3 to 4 inches of good compost a week or two before you plant your bulbs this fall. Now, nitrogen is another soil essential that needs replenishing regularly, and garlic needs a lot of nitrogen to grow its leaves and stalks. Top dress with something like blood meal right after planting, and then next year side dress two or three times more during the spring and early summer. Stop when you see the scapes starting to form. You want the plants to beef up early, but once the scapes form, the bulb is also beginning to plump up, and adding more nitrogen then will only draw energy away from the bulb and into the leaves. Of course, garlic needs a well-balanced diet with all the essential nutrients, and since it is a root crop, don't skimp on the potassium. That's the K in the NPK, the third letter in um, balanced fertilizers. Good compost should have a bit of potassium in it. Just keep tossing in those banana peels. But I still like to add a bit of green sand. Green sand is mined from old seabeds. In our area, it mostly comes from New Jersey. It's not just a really good source of potassium. It also has a lot of micronutrients in it, and it does a good job of conditioning the soil and improving its texture. Okay, we've got the water, the weeds, and the soil covered. Is there anything else we can do to hedge our bets that next year's garlic will be the best ever? Sure. Here are a few more tips. Don't plant too early. Wait until after a frost to plant your garlic. In our area, we can plant up until early November, snow permitting, and when's the last time we had snow cover in early November? Planting earlier is convenient for the gardener, but it makes it all the more likely the cloves will sprout in the fall and deplete their stored energy reserves, so wait. Plant them deeply. Get those cloves safely tucked in a minimum of two inches deep. Three or four, four inches is even better in our area. And remember to plant pointed and up. An upside down planted bulb will eventually figure out which way to grow, but it will waste a lot of energy in the process. Give the bulbs, the cloves, plenty of room. Six to eight inches between cloves is ideal. Even though you're not going to get six-inch bulbs, the bulbs need that extra space to grab water and nutrients. Remember, garlic does not play well with other plants, even other garlic plants. Ah, mulch. It might look like nothing is going on after planting, but the cloves will start to send down roots almost immediately. So initially, the mulch will help to keep the soil cool and suppress sprouting. And once the soil freezes, the mulch helps to keep it frozen, which is a good thing. Repeated freezing and thawing will push the cloves upward in the soil, maybe even out of the soil. This is called heaving, and it's not a good thing for any plant. It exposes their crowns and roots to freezing temperatures, and it can stunt or kill the plants. Now, it's one thing for the top of a plant to die back, but we really have to protect the roots and the crowns. And finally, once you've planted your garlic for next season, make an offering to the garlic gods. I like to cook something simple with garlic I've just harvested and give thanks. I guess that wasn't enough this year, so I'll have to up the ante and maybe have a feast. Well, now I'm hungry. Okay, don't forget to order your garlic soon if you don't have any saved to plant. They sell out of the good stuff really early so here's to a great harvest and once again i thank you so much for listening today if you've missed any of this you can find all of it uh, all of the show notes uh, at the website at gardening i do hope you'll join me here again next week uh, for more gardening tips from the most beautiful place on earth have a good week